I'm Ryan from the Dad.io podcast, a show dedicated to dorky dads everywhere. Part of the Gonna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other dadalicious geeky shows at gonnageeknetwork.com. No, I'm not. <laughs> so Mark, Mark got it right again, right? Did he, did he get Green Book? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. he beat you in uh, Dawson by one point. Oh, mother Are you fucking kidding me? No, you did really well, David. I was. Little- David, what did you, how did you do? Apparently one one below fucking Mark Atkinson. Oh, ouch. Wow. Oh, Let me give you the basics. So, Ryan, just as like an FYI. I'm the redheaded stepchild of the group. I, I did change <laughs> my predictions, but I didn't send it to you, Allie. But I'm sorry. Right. I me too. I, I, I sent it to uh, what's his name, Randy. Randy. So I guess like I, so. Here's what I did. I also changed mine. I did far better in the second. Yeah. <laughs> you probably I, actually might have beaten Mark. I got I got uh, sixteen out of twenty four. Oh damn it, Ryan! <laughs> That's really then, good. I wish you wish we had all submitted resubmitted them. But basically, what I did is I went off of the ones that we used for our original podcast, since not all of us redid them. No, I understand. That's no problem. Um, but good on yeah, you. Yeah, I just, I just didn't have time to go back over it again. We're just gonna say you're mm-hmm. the unofficial winner, Ryan. Just- That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You're the. Oh. He's, the con- he's the conditional winner. It's the asterisk, like, yeah, uh, yeah. like in he's, baseball. He's the broke back mountain of the group, you know. <laughs> and and um, that can be the crash. Not, not that we're trying to say anything about Ryan. Mark's oh, crash. No, I didn't mean, I didn't mean like, I meant in film quality. You know what? Oh, okay, in film quality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's get this podcast off the ground. Hold on. Here we go. Talk hey, hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. And we are back at the intellectual podcast. This is the post-Oscar recap. We all just sat through. How long was the show? Was it over three hours? It was. It went over by 17 minutes. Oh, yeah. I was guessing 26. I guess 27. So. Oh, bummer. What was it over by? I'm Dave Dawson. 17. Sorry. It was 17. I'm Dave Dawson. Ali Lennox is joining us from Chicago. Hi. <laughs> Ryan Kaufman from Los Angeles, correct? Hi. Yeah. Steven Schwartz here in Mission Viejo. Yes, sir. And I'm in Miami. Ooh. So this is a truly coast-to-coast podcast tonight. So really? thank you guys for taking the time to join in after the show. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is the no host thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it went really smooth. I thought it went really well. I loved the start introduction with Amy Poehler and Tina Fey and, oh, my favorite, um, um, Maya Rudolph. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it went – I mean, I think it cut down, like, at least 15 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, I did not miss those segments where Jimmy Kimmel goes in the theater and talks to, quote-unquote, regular people and any of that stuff, so – I, I did not miss it at all. And I like getting the variety of people uh, as opposed to one person. So it, it's, it was really smooth, I thought. Yeah. yeah I was, numbers. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I was chatting with somebody during the show and I said to I said to her, 
I, I dig the no host thing because we're not servicing somebody's particular ego all night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of egos to service throughout the night on right. the Oscars we have plenty without of time a host. for that. Yes. <laughs> well, and I never liked how the Oscars, you know, that they would blame or praise how well the Oscars did based on who the host was and therefore the viewership. I don't think the viewership is correlated to who the host is. I think the viewership is correlated to what films are nominated. So. Yeah. That's, that's a well, good there, really, there have been some really, really bad hosts in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone, first one James comes to Franco, mind. James Franco, I'm looking at you. That's the one. Yes. That's the one. James Franco, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, I like Seth MacFarlane. He did some, he really pushed it a few times. He did. When Eddie Murphy didn't do it, and then they had Billy Crystal again, it was like, no. Oh, yeah, that was a bummer. Oh. Yeah. Well, there was, that, there was one year uh, back in the 80s where they did not have a host, and they had this really bad musical number with Rob Lowe singing with Snow White. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. And it ruined her career. I saw an interview <laughs> with the woman who played Snow White, and she's, you know, in a she's in a show, and she, it totally destroyed her television and film career. That's why no one wants to host. It's such a bad gig. It's a it bad. Gig. Well, there's there's just a there's just a ton of pressure on top of you, and there's not a lot of reward for doing a good job, right? And there's plenty of downside for having a poor performance. A performance which, quite frankly, isn't necessarily. 100% your fault either because you're at the mercy of the writers that are hired for the shows. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, as, as a award show showrunner loved no host. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so cool. Um, I, I think we're all in agreement on that. So Allie. Yes. Uh, you're the keeper of the ballots. You're the woman who drives this Oscar ship. Um, take it home girl. So I have some extremely disappointing news. I was driving and I lost all the ballots. So it's a wash. No one won. Wow. No, that's unfortunately that's not. Wow. Um, Allie, I'm actually, are you a little bit bitter? I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm I'm extremely bitter. I'm really bitter. Yeah, next time I don't do well on my ballot, I'm going to pretend to throw it away too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I even like made a statement earlier tonight that all I wanted to do was beat Mark. You that, did make that, that was statement. The biggest mistake. <laughs> Just screwed myself in that. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, none of us did really well. It was 24 total. Um, the score and our, our winner got 14 and that was um, unfortunately Mark Atkinson who can't be here God, <laughs> to rub it in our faces. <laughs> but that means, wait though, that means, that means I batted over 500 though, right? Uh, yes, you did. You, you batted just yes. over. Yes. That was his goal. <laughs> yes, that, is right. that was my goal. My goal was to bat 500 tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, you and Ryan tied for second and then me and, uh, Steve, uh, came up short with 11. So. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I'm really surprised at that. Actually. I think it's, it's because I, it's because I dig the superhero movies so much, right? That's what. That's what put me over. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when I saw those Black Panther wins, it really felt like, man, whoever's collecting these wins, like they're going to do very well in their Oscar predictions. Yeah. Uh, these below the line Black Panther categories. 
Actually, the reason why you did so well, uh, Dave, specifically, was you came out with the Bohemian Rhapsody wins on sound mixing and, and uh, film editing. But you also did Black oh. Panther for a good number as well. Um, now, I'm just going to say it because I want it on the podcast. I did change my predictions and send it to uh, Mr. Randy Davidson. So I did much better tonight, but a week ago, I did very poorly. Yes, me as well. But I still didn't beat Mark on my refund. But you did. You did. So at least you can say that. <laughs> yes. I just want to, on the record, that I probably beat Mark Atkinson, even though I haven't seen his ballot. But no. I, think I, <laughs> I think I did better at the ballot than I did at work. <laughs> I don't know what the results are, and they probably get to throw away my ballot because I don't work there anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this. The thing that bums me out about Mark winning this year is he rapidly did his ballot before we did the podcast. He didn't even do the and biggest he, step. He didn't even do the research and stuff that he normally does. I know. So I that's mean, really just uh, that's so unsettling. I think what helped him was that he knows Pete Fairley now. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. I mean, and also his reasoning for best live action short was skin because he's – in a movie called Skin, and uh, <laughs> that's why it's going to win. And I'm like, what? And then it wins, and I'm like rolling my eyes. I, <laughs> I could feel your eyes rolling across the country, Ryan. <laughs> like, oh, you, chose, you chose Skin, didn't you? Yeah, actually, uh, all three of uh, Dave, Steve, Mark all chose Skin. I think it's because it's the only, it's the one that you recognize. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, still. Rude. We should rename the podcast to Let's Shit on Mark Podcast. <laughs> I totally agree. It takes the heat off of me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. Ugh. Next year, we are doing a day of podcast. You just have yeah. to turn it in. I don't care where you are. I want to get in and otherwise you disqualify. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> okay. So real quick. Um, what was the biggest kind of like upset that you guys saw from the night? I mean, best picture was a pretty decent one. Um, really? I don't think that was an upset. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, the Glenn close was a jaw dropper. That, that was yeah. for me, the jaw drop. I'm thrilled. Thrilled. Olivia Coleman won. Right. But, yeah. But she showed total class when she, uh, bowed to, uh, oh, yeah. and funny. And, Oh. And hilarious, freaking hilarious! I heard oh, her on David Tennant's podcast, and she is freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they should give Glenn Close an Oscar just for acting like she was not destroyed emotionally for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she took it very gracefully, but wow, that was like amazing to me. I seven nominations, no wins, no wins. Wow. You know what? I'm I am tired of this whole Oscars giving it giving the Oscar mm -hmm. to someone who, you know, never got it, and then giving it to a film like freaking Leo DiCaprio and whatever that bear movie was. Um, the Revenant? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, Olivia Coleman yeah. deserved it, I think. Olivia Coleman was amazing. I, I, her speech was so, there we go. so yeah. awesome. Headphones are in. Yeah, mine too. See, okay, now we're all professionals. <laughs> but I will say I was I had my jaw dropped when Green Book actually won. I didn't believe it, but um, but a bunch of you voted for it, or at least you, uh, Steve and Mark did. So why did you guys think it was going to win? Green Book. Yeah. Um. Well, 
I did because my dad's seen it twice and he said, you know, this is the best movie he's ever seen. Oh. And I haven't seen it. And <laughs> I go I go by his his uh, recommendations. But, you know, when we were watching the Oscars tonight, he called Viggo Mortensen Sergio for some reason. Well, you know, he's 83 now, so. You know, one of the worst things that can happen for you sometimes is to win Best Picture. And I do feel like sometimes, like, happens, like, with Green Book now winning Best Picture, I kind of feel like its reputation as a movie that should have never won Best Picture is going to be cemented tonight, unfortunately. But I, I think it's a charming movie. I feel it's an unfair... Uh, thing that happens but like when boyhood didn't win i was like well the good news is it didn't win so now i don't have to hear people shit on it for the next true true you know 80 years of my life yeah uh but (laughs) um but yeah you know that's that's just the way it is well and i mean what i'm interested in knowing especially because of this year's um guild awards being all over the place Uh do we now moving forward when it comes to best picture specifically do we take the PGA's results, you know, on hand? Because well, they gave it to Green Book. It was the only one that gave it to Green Book. Yeah, I, sh- I guess we should take that one more seriously. Oh, but what's their track record? What, what's that? But what's their track record? It, it's not incredibly, like, well, but uh, I think DGA usually has more of a better track record than PGA, if I'm not mistaken. And that went to Roma, so um, maybe – uh, Allie, you can look that up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Let's see. But um, I know that the SAG Ensemble thing is completely out the window now because usually you would need a SAG Ensemble nomination, but La La Land didn't get that, which it mattered in the end. But then, what was it, last year, Shape of Water didn't have it. It ended up winning. And then this year, Green Book didn't have a SAG Ensemble. It ended up winning. For a while, I actually thought it might go to Black Panther because it was overperforming. Yeah, yeah. Well... I think there was the preferential ballot. Yeah. That's what it is, man. It is. It's just, it's so unpredictable. For more information on the preferential ballot, please visit IMDB and check out Ryan's video. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, Please do. And that's what, even in my, yeah, it was, it was so brilliant. That video explaining how this all works. Thanks, man. And I'm so glad you did it again. Because I honestly don't think that the best movies win sometimes no. because of it. Right. And I think right. you just need to do it every year. It's my challenge. Well, that's what they say. The, the That's the criticism of the preferential ballot is that it's uh, it rewards films that are liked more than loved or, or that are generally uh, – everyone can agree is okay over the ones that are amazing or people hate or whatever. Um, but if you watch that video this year, it was Green Book was very close to winning that poll. Yeah, it was a few few chips away. So I don't know. I have a feeling uh, I, until proven otherwise. I really do feel like it was still very 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 close. Um, uh, like I would love to see the results. We'll never see them. I know. But I would That's love amazing. to see how close it was because I bet you it was so close. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And also, uh, to go off of that, I do think that we can now officially say that there is a trend, in the last 10 years at least, more often than not, they split the best director, best picture. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I guess it's their way of awarding two films instead of one, I guess. Exactly. I'm not sure what yeah. that is, but yeah. it never used to be that way. No. It was always match matching up. Yeah. But- but it's just, it's happened. Do you think that's become a conscious decision on Academy voters oh, yeah. or? I don't know. That's, I mean, 
it, the thing is, is that I guess there's some strategy that some of them go into the, you know, and vote with, but I, it, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just luck of the draw and I don't know. I, or maybe it's because of the preferential ballot that this is what's happening. Cause how long has the preferential right. ballot been going on? Uh, since 2008. Okay. So the last 10 years. Yeah. That, yeah there you go. Right. That's about the time that it stopped becoming a constant. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know I, hmm. the Academy loves foreign directors um, as well lately. They, they, they really love their foreign directors and, and it doesn't particularly mean, I guess that they love the movie, but they want to reward the most tech. I think it usually goes to the most technically achieved film nowadays. So right. if you look back, you see Shape of Water, technical achievement. You look back, you see Gravity, technical achievement. Uh, La La Land, they feel that was a technical achievement. But they don't particularly mean that's the best film. Right. They just want to reward the best technical achievement. Whereas I think. the best director, I feel like they're, they're going for more the best art, you know, or tour artist, artistic film. Right. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I need to embrace my Spanish roots and take my grandfather's name <laughs> and go, uh, go, go forward as director David Frontera. Oh, there Not you a go. bad plan. I mean, yeah, it's gone right. to Mexican directors the last four out of five years, so that would increase your odds for sure. <laughs> yes, um, re- breach that wall. <laughs> uh, there were there were three standout moments of the night for me. Um, they have nothing to do with the actual awards themselves, but um, I'm just gonna bunnies. Oh my god! Yes, mm. yes. Melissa McCarthy. Uh, everything. That bunny outfit was amazing, and the little puppet. And oh. oh, I couldn't believe it! Yes, that was so much fabulous. Fun. <laughs> that was great. Um, bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm so I'm sitting in a ballroom full of people, right? And I'm working, and the clip comes on for that movie, and. I literally started crying at my tech Aww. table. Mike Peterson's standing next to me. And I'm like, this, this movie, man, I like 10 seconds of crying. Think of my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful uh, story. It is. Uh, yeah. But it, like that for me, um, Ryan, I think you were the one who, who posted in the message group when Olivia Coleman won. This is why you like watching the Oscars, right? Um, mm-hmm. but that gut reaction I had to the bow clip is why I want to be a filmmaker. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Cause, cause it's an art form that can just punch you right in the heart. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the shallow performance was the same thing for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I give a lot of props oh. to Bradley Cooper for that. That was, um, he did a great yeah. job. Because, you know, I've been a big oh, critic, but he's not a performer. And to literally, I mean, just walk up there and do what he did with Lady Gaga, who is in her element, I was mm-hmm. very impressed. Uh, yeah, okay. right. Really yeah. good, yeah. A lot of people on Facebook were saying that, oh, they must be having an affair because, you know, so the way that Bradley Cooper was looking at it. I said, that's so stupid. They're right. Actors. They're doing a performance. Wow. <laughs> I know. Ugh. You know, um, not to throw shade at any other people, but, you know, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, they didn't sing their songs for La La Land. That's a very good And point. then we had, what is it today? Um, Rami. Emily Blunt could have sang her song, right, for, for Mary Poppins. Right. And it's just like Bradley Cooper decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. I just, man, that is, that is not easy to do. You no, know? no. 
And didn't they do it also well, for the I Grammys think, and it didn't go so great? So I think this was a very redemptive, yeah, performance. I bet it made everyone what feel terrible it? for snubbing him. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, speaking of snubs, do you notice that the video that they played at the beginning contained a lot of yes. the films that were snubbed? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Just like a yes. poor sorry yes. kind of thing? Like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. I feel like you uh, should be like banned Stan from using Ollie. the clips. Right? If you Stan and Ollie. <laughs> if you snub them, you shouldn't be able to use their clips. Agreed. That's what I think. <laughs> Agreed. Um, for me, a couple other like great moments was um, I thought it was I, I thought it was cute the way Keegan Michael came came in with his umbrella and then didn't know what to yeah. do with it. Um. I I just thought it was cool that he came down from the yeah, right? yeah 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 um what else I loved um I love the speech that the um Ruth Carter made for winning uh best production design for Black Panther um costume and production now that's that's one I didn't get to it was beautiful to. she made this one comment at the end she said it was her sister or something she said I always listen to this advice I did my best my best was good enough and it was really. I love that. I thought it was really wonderful. And she made history. She was the first uh, African-American to win in that category. So You're talking about um, costume design? I'm sorry. I yes, think I costume design. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Costume design, not production design. Costume design. You know, and my brother my brother made the comment saying that, you know, for someone who does costume design, it her dress reminded him of uh, Carol Burnett uh, saying, oh, I just saw it in the window and, and I just had to have it. Because he thought it was her dress looked like a some that she pulled it off some drapes. You know what? That was better. There was a lot of tall pink going on, and I won't even get into that because we're not that kind of show. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know the costume design category. I even with my new updated one, I got that one wrong. Really? But as soon as it was read, it was like. Of course it is. Of course it is. It all becomes clear the second they read the name. Yeah. Then it's like a completely obvious choice. But yet I didn't go for it. Yeah. And I think because I was I wasn't dazzled. I did think it belonged to Black Panther. I did think they deserved it. And I did know it had a lot of support. But I thought I thought the period pieces, I thought they would not be able to resist giving it to yet another period piece film. But I'm so glad they didn't. And again, and I think sometimes I subconsciously pick the one that I feel is going to win. So when something like that happens, I'm more I'm I'm more excited. Right. Getting the prediction wrong, I get to watch something that I thought deserved win. Yes. So sometimes I do feel like I hedge my bets. Totally. That's not an excuse, even though it kind of is. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Well, I find it. I find it interesting, Ryan. You and I. You and I basically scored the same. Yeah. But you voted with your usual calculated style. There you go. And I voted strictly from the heart. So, there you go. Yeah. So and we still ended up at the same total. So. And, I, and I voted the same way. Steve, here's the ballot. Fill it out. <laughs> there you go. And I wasted so much more time than you. I know. Seriously. So much more time. I was reading articles. Right. <laughs> um, that's interesting that you said that, though, Ryan, because that's how I felt with um, best sound editing and sound mixing. It was mm-hmm. so obvious. I was like, of course, Bohemian mm-hmm. Rhapsody is going to sweep these. I don't know why I... You know, I went with, uh, you know, I went with uh, Black Panther, I think, on those. So, 
So a few that I changed. I changed sound mixing. I, I was able to get sound mixing. I missed sound editing. I still put first man. I was just kind of splitting it to see maybe right, right. one would get awarded or sure. whatever. I was able to change documentary to free solo, which I'm happy yeah, about. Yeah, me too. And then I changed it to period end of sentence because I saw how much they're promoting it here in LA. Oh, um, good on you. They were like blasting it everywhere. Really? Um, but the ones I got wrong, again, costume design. I got score wrong. Really? Which I'm, I'm kicking Wait, myself for. Wait, you did not for, get shallow? No. I. Oh, no, no. I got... I'm sorry. Oh, original score. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> score. Right. And again, I got picture wrong. And I'm, I'm saying this to be honest. I haven't got best picture right in probably six years or so. No, me neither. And, really? I'm not kidding. Yeah. Uh, I went with... I thought it was La La Land. Um, I thought at the last minute, okay, it's probably The Revenant. Um, what else was there? I mean, every single year I've just been missing out. Last year I ended up jumping off the cliff with three billboards. Yep. Uh, it's just been a disaster for me <laughs> for Best Picture. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jumping off the cliff, do you mean you got it right? or? Oh, I got it wrong. I mean, it was Shape of Water, but I, I said uh, it's good. Oh, that's right. It was Shape of Water. I had yeah. three billboards yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, me too. So... I don't. I don't remember the last time I predicted correctly on the, uh, on the best picture. But you know, I had a feeling that it, it, I really did in my stomach feel like it can't be Roma. It it, it probably can't be Roma. Well, especially once um, one foreign language film. I just I couldn't yeah get my head around the idea that they give him both best picture and best foreign language. It it just feels well, and, and that was the that was the discussion we had on the podcast yeah a couple of weeks ago why I didn't think it it could win best picture. It's, Could you repeat a little bit what you said? Because I, I I can't remember. <laughs> it was just along the lines of like, it, of course it's going to win Best Foreign Language. It's the only mm-hmm. foreign language film nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So knowing it's going to win Best Foreign Language film, I think put it in the hole yeah. for actually winning Best Picture. See, whereas I yeah. thought of course it's going to win Best Picture, so it can't win Best Foreign Film. No, you went the opposite way. Yes, I was wrong. <laughs> um, the best picture thing um, with Roma too is the Netflix factor. Yeah, the idea. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. That an, uh, the idea that a foreign film has never won best picture before. Yeah. There's there are knocks against it. Uh, the fact that it didn't win PGA, you know, all these things, and uh, I don't know. I I got the feeling it wasn't that. So that's why I kind of went with Black Klansman because I thought, what is going to be the one that everyone's going to. And due to the preferential ballot, what is going to be the one that is going to be most agreed upon? But it wasn't that. It was Green Book, which is not shocking to me. It really isn't. But I just picked the wrong one. Hmm. Um, speaking of the Netflix thing, did you guys notice the ad for Scorsese's film? That was that? Yeah, during the commercial <gasps> break. Did they show yeah. the ad? Yes. Uh, yeah, for, for the film coming out this oh, fall. The Irish Theaters. The Irishman. In theaters yeah. and, and Netflix. Netflix, Netflix. Oh, I'm dying to see that. Well, why that means in theaters, not including AMC and Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, also, I was amazed that uh, Joe Pesci <gasps> came out of retirement. Oh my God, Joe Pesci's going to be in this? Yes. My cousin Vinny. Yeah. I love him. Oh my God. Legendary. <laughs> Legendary. I can quote that movie. Oh my God. I, I, I always want to just stop my foot and be like, my biological clock is ticking. Anyways. Ticking like this. <laughs> I love that. Personally, Pesci in the Lethal Weapon films saying, they fuck you at the drive through They <laughs> fuck you because they know you'll be miles away before you realize you've been fucked. <laughs> that right. for me is one of the all-time greatest monologues. I love that monologue. I also... Uh, 
I thought he was surprisingly really good. Um, if you ever saw him with honors, I never saw that one. Was that the where he goes to school or something? Or well, he he's a homeless man, and he stole a, a what's his name? Uh, oh, mummy, and uh, doesn't work anymore. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he, he stole his his master's. Uh, thesis is it sad that i got it off of doesn't work much anymore that's kind of (laughs) yeah yeah that's true actors that don't work much anymore i did see him in an ad for like a new tv series yeah the other day okay um so good good for brendan fraser yeah Um, i know seriously um so here's my question for uh steve and ryan why did you guys um pick rami malik for best actor which he won Mm-hmm. What made you go for him? Well, a little bit what we're talking about, right? About the idea that they wanted to award um, Freddie Mercury and they did not want to award Dick Cheney. And and he won SAG. He won the SAG Best Actor. And, and usually there's an interesting thing is that um, based off of kind of previous history, it feels like for an actress, they give it to you when you're young and when you're an actor, they give it to you when you're older. But they just went ahead and gave it to him and he's so young and it's, it's very interesting yeah. how that happened. Like he's the young ingenue this year, you know, not Emma Stone for La La Land, not Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Lining. That's true. And the one they usually give it to you. Yeah. I don't know. And that's, and then Glenn Close lost today. So yeah. they didn't care about that. Yeah. But Well, and he's been, I feel like a Hollywood favorite since he, you know, since he first came onto the scene. Right. He's the bell of the ball, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I, my reasoning was um, the same reason why I thought Jamie Foxx uh, deserved it and got it for Ray. Mm-hmm. He did an iconic uh, music uh, musician and pulled it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you were riveted by his performance. Yeah, I joked about it, saying that he, you know, best performance by <laughs> a pair of false teeth, but. Um, he, he pulled it off. I mean, the same way with Ray. And I would say the these are the two probably best performances that I've seen uh, as singers by non-act, but uh, by actors who are non non-musicians, even though Jamie Foxx did go to Juilliard right, for yeah. music. So um And to be fair, Rami did sing some of the songs. It was a mixture of him and okay. some other guy. Right. But just his performance, his the persona that he took on, that he transformed into Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah. That it was so. Ever- so what you're saying is we get to look forward to Taron Egerton winning Best Actor uh, this time. Next Probably year. for 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 Rocketman. Yeah. Oh, I'm really excited. I feel like, this. and that's a perfect segue to why Mark isn't with us tonight. <laughs> Mark, Mark is. Yes. Uh, Jealous. Mark is miraculously playing security at jo- uh, Elton at John's Elton post-Oscar party tonight. Oh, so, that's like, uh, cool. That's like so. I think in that spirit, since uh, Mark is off playing around with Elton John, um, I think his balance is forfeited <laughs> altogether. He didn't make it to the recap. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to Ryan and me for tying for winning. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh. Um, yes, the title but, uh, of this, the title of this podcast is <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know guys thank you again for joining me for the Oscar predictions Absolutely. this year and and especially for sitting down and having a recap discussion tonight um, 
I'm so far away. I'm all the way across the country and I'm without my friends, but I'm still with my friends because I got you guys here with me tonight. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. I'm glad we were all able to do this. This yeah. was really great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do it Absolutely. again next year, year right. five, that's right, right, Allie? Lucky number wow. five, maybe. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys so much. Um, I got to get to bed because I got work in just a few hours and. Um, I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, thank you. Allie, thank you. Steve, thank you. And to our listeners of the Intellectual Podcast, thank you so much for your continued patronage. We appreciate you very, very much. Uh, we hope that you check out more incredible podcasts at the Gunna Geek Network, of which we are a proud part, at GunnaGeek.com. Until next time. This is Dave Dawson with the Intellectuals for the Oscar recap. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. We'll be right back.